Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Check, check, check. Check. That's that's good stuff. <laughs> I should just leave that in. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Creeps in the Crypt. That was the fucking... For real? <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking... I don't care. I'm going to leave that shit in. No! <laughs> yeah. That was from that spicy margarita that you decided to give her. Dang! Well, you know, we got to... It's Cinco de Mayo. I know. Yeah. That. I, feel like, I feel like that margarita was a little haunted. With gold tequila. Yeah. It, <laughs> My heavens. Well, I'm I'm broke and out of alcohol. So <laughs> you get what you get and you don't pitch fit, Sam. I didn't pitch fit. I got wine. <laughs> yeah. Here we are. I'm drinking Sam's margarita because fuck it. I have to drive home that, in one fine. piece. That's fine. <laughs> it's only like three shots in here. Well, I made enough for everybody to have one. And then Christian's like, I'm drinking wine. I don't want that fucking margarita. Why do you have to judge me like that? I'm not judging. There's no judgment here. I got I got all the margarita. You do have all the margarita. I'm, but I feel like there's a there's just a little sour. It's a little limey. Nah, nah, nah. I like it limey though. Yeah. I do too. I did throw salt in here too. The margarita. There is some salt. Uh, oh, that's why Sam doesn't like it. He threw salt in it. And orange bitters. I don't mind. I, the salt. I don't like the salt. It's just a little bit. And if you guys got a better margarita recipe, <laughs> let me know. Full send, send it. Because I do uh, one ounce of lime, two ounces of tequila, uh, half ounce of Cointreau. And then some orange bitters. In this case, it's four ounces of tequila. But I don't salt my rim. I I just throw a little dash of salt in the actual mix. Because mm -mm. I like a salty margarita. I'm salty enough. You're definitely salty about the research I did this week. Yes, er research. Research. So we... Research. I love how he was talking shit about me last week about not doing... Uh, good notes, but he's over here fucking copy and pasting. You might as well just call me a fucking Xerox. You are. I'm going to change your name of my phone to Xerox. Xerox Whitener. Here we go. <laughs> no, just Xerox. <laughs> That's fine. I mean, fuck. 
you know, I I do a patchwork job on a bunch of different articles and then slap them together and make them sound good. You make it like a Franken episode. It is. It is a little bit. There's a lot of like lost trains of thought and shit. <laughs> it is. 100%. It is. But that's why I send them to Sam. I'm like, do the voodoo that you do. It's like a Creeps in the Crypt, like, fucking fever dream. I Frankensteined this. I know you did. No, actually, I Frankensteined three other articles. And then I brought it to life. Yeah. And then you sent it to her. You're like my Igor. It's great. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck off, Eric. Oh, man. Well, so I found a hidden source of reviews. What do you mean? Audible. No way! Yeah, lets you leave reviews. So I didn't know this until today because I just Googled the the podcast. So because I didn't know that, we've got two reviews on there on Audible. So if you listen to us on Audible, leave us a review because I can actually uh, read it. So Banhammer4DK says, nice little tales from the crypt kickback. Definitely enjoyed the content. Hope to see more. So many more. Can you guys do the Jersey Devil, which we already did, because this was from May 2022. Shit. Yeah, this is an old one. And the Mongolian Death Worm, he would like to, or they would like to hear. What is that? That sounds adorable. It'd be a fun one to do for TikTok. There's not enough to do. No, we had it on the list at one point, and... uh, Removed oh, we it. did have that one. Yeah. I know what you're talking we, about. We could do about 15 minutes on it. It might be a... It, if we ever decide to do Patreon, which we're planning eventually, we just got to figure out the logistics. Uh, it might be a, like a mini episode on there. I feel like that's how we could do that, is do like little short mini episodes on Patreon. Yeah, my my favorite murder does little mini-sodes. Yeah. we can do like it. 20 minutes. 15, 20 minutes of extra content for you. And we can do it on Patreon and have different tiers and stuff. But the next review is from Michelle Renee. Five stars. Absolutely amazing. I don't usually listen to podcasts. However, y'all were recommended as I was told. They're great and happen to be my neighbor. That's cool. So that must be coming from somebody we're neighbors with. Uh, Their podcasts are one you can't stop listening to. Well, they hit the nail on the head. So that's what they said is they can't stop. Their neighbor said that they can't stop listening to the podcast. Y'all have turned me into an addict now. I don't think I've downloaded a book since discovering y'all. My wallet thanks you. Can't wait till for next week. Aw. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. So is it that person's neighbor or y'all's previous neighbor? I'm I'm assuming it's. um, So that was from January 22nd of this year. So I'm assuming that is our friends down the street, uh, Sharon and Dan. Yes. Shout out to them. Yes. Huge advocates of the show. Yes. Aww. That being said, guys, uh, we would love it if you guys would share the show on your social media. Are we going to talk about the thing? Not yet. Oh, we're going to keep it in the dark. It's, we're we're going to keep we're we're going to keep it in the crypt, but. We're trying to figure out an incentive for you guys to share the show, but we're getting all that together. So once we get that together, we'll announce it and it might incentivize you guys to like, you know, whore us out on social media, whore out the show on social media. That's what we're asking. (laughs) Please. Such a lovely way to put that. I I know. 
Share us on your Instagram stories through Spotify. No, no, no. Don't do it yet. Well, just, you know, just Get in the habit. help us out. You Get in the habit help of us, it. Help us out. It'll be rewarded. It w- At some point, it will be rewarded. So if you're a constant sharer of the show and tag us on Instagram on whatever you post on your story, we'll make note of it. And you might be getting goodies in the mail. Let's just put it that way. So maybe a sticker pack or something. Maybe a letter saying thank you for sharing the show. But yeah, post it all over your social media. Tell everybody about us and we would highly appreciate it. But without further ado, let's get into the Cinco de Mayo spirit. So in honor of good old Cinco de Drinko, I mean Mayo, we're headed south of the border, the real border, not the shitty tourist attraction you find before you hit Myrtle Beach. Mm. The place is awful. <laughs> I got par- food poisoning from my, there once. We talked about this before. My parents never let it stop there. I feel I, like I, I used to be like, I was like, why can't we stop there? As we're like driving by my mom's like, that place is trash. No. Yeah. It was just like, no, absolutely not. I don't think I've ever stopped there, not even for a bathroom break. Nothing. We stopped there for dinner one night when I was a kid. Oh, Jesus. The food poisoning, I can only imagine. Yeah, I got got food poisoning. (laughs) I, like, vomited in the car on the way to Myrtle Beach because we were leaving. um, I was in Hickory, North Carolina at the time. Well, Valdez, but that's the same thing. But, uh, yeah, we're, we're almost to Myrtle, and I'm just, like, vomiting profusely in the car. Why did I call that? Yeah, it was the worst steak I think I've ever had in my life. Uh, and I immediately was ill. I feel like I've stopped there like once because we have a magnet on the fridge that's just south of the border. But I don't actually ever remember like going there. Going there. Like a fever dream. I was l- maybe. I like the I massage parlor that's like right after it. Like the, there's a massage parlor and then right after that is a rundown strip club. Right on. So you can go have family fun and then a happy ending. And then a happy ending and then if you're really still feeling froggy, you can go to the strip club. It's what's, right down the street. What's sad is when I went all the rods were closed and shit. Oh. So we just went to the shitty restaurant and like it's like I stopped at South of the Border and all I got was this lousy t-shirt type of thing and it's covered in puke. I feel like I've seen like TikToks about South of the Border and it I'm being sure like have. horrific. Oh, it's it's atrocious. But we're going actually South of the Border today. We're going south, south of the real border tonight. We're diving into the Zone of Silence, also known as the, um, I know no, I'm, I'm going I've, to say this wrong. I got faith in you. Mm, I did not take Spanish in high school. I took French. So this whole episode, not my thing. So we'll just give that little disclaimer. <laughs> this whole thing, not not my forte. That's fine. So if I say anything I tried wrong, to leave as much Spanish sounding shit as I could out <laughs> to help you. Because my dinosaur episode was so great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I tried to help you. I don't think, I think I've, I think I've kept it to a minimum of things. I'm not really sure on how to pronounce. Oh, there you go. This is not one that I could leave out and I'm not sure how to say it. Mapimi? Mapimi? I don't really know. Don't tell me if I said it wrong. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Mapimi. 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 
Okay. That's what. That's what's Christian on the fucking talk to text system <laughs> over here. Map if that's wrong, you can blame the internet because that's literally what. It, map am I? Map am I? Silent zone. The well, I'm just gonna call it the zone of silence now that that's been established. Yes, it's located in the Chihuahuan Desert up in northern Mexico on the borders of Chihuahua, Durango, and Coahuila. Is that where Chihuahuas come from? Um, Yo, Kido Taco Bell, my friend. I loved it, those commercials. So, oh no. I hope you guys didn't hear that. They that definitely sounded, did. That sounded horrific, whatever that was. That's tragic. <laughs> the look that we all just shared. <laughs> uh, our executive producer and intern must have gotten into a fight in the kitchen. That's all I. No, I get to lick the nasty. Water inside the bowl that's soaking. No, I do. Oh, God. Thank you right. to our employees. To Let's cover continue. Up. <laughs> Guess what? They get a day's docked of treats after that. No Cheerios yeah, we're docking for day, day's pay. No Cheerios for the Lou, baby. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's the most ridiculous shit ever. <laughs> that's my favorite thing about Lucifer. <laughs> the Cheerios? Yes. She's so wholesome, but She's yet so, so cute. But so evil. I know. Mm, I like that she can play fetch, but let's, I digress. <laughs> Let, let's move on. It's about 400 miles south of El Paso, Texas. Radio signals don't work. Compasses spin out of control when they're put near the ground. It's about 50 kilometers wide and is in the Mapamai Biosphere Reserve. That's 400,000 hectares, hectares. I don't know. I think it's like acres. I don't know. Um, Of mostly uninhabited land. It's flat and desolate terrain with sporadic mountain rock formations. (coughs) The disruption in the signals is to believe to be caused by subterranean deposits of magnetite, which is a gray black magnetic mineral that consists of an oxide of iron. And is a form of iron ore and debris from meteorites. This is why Chihuahuas shake. But we're... <laughs> God damn. That's just, just eyes and tremble. <laughs> this is why they shake. It has to be. They always look like they just saw something that wasn't there. It's terrified. Much like the people that have seen shit in the zone of silence. Okay. Yeah. Well, then uh, this is all coming full circle over here. I'm I'm putting in the pieces together. I'm dead. Is that why you always shake? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I wasn't drinking. I wasn't questioning it, Sam. I was I was serious. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so the zone's effects and its location are heavily disputed. But there's no doubt that the area has an abundance of celestial activity, which includes visits from UFOs and aliens. The first talk of the Zone of Silence began in the 1930s from a pilot named Francisco Sarabia, Sarabia? Anyway, who had to make an emergency landing due to, quote, radio anomalies. Francisco was flying over the region when he noticed that his instruments began acting odd. Which, where else on the planet do people's instruments begin to act odd when they're flying? The Bermuda Triangle. This is literally Mexico's Bermuda Triangle. Love it. Which is interesting because they're on the same exact parallel. Mm Mm-hmm. But they're also in the same exact parallel as the pyramids of Egypt, I believe. 
Cool. Yeah. That's interesting. I did not find that in my... I saw something called the Devil's Triangle, but I don't really know what that was. So that's a triangle, I believe, in the Pacific. It's along that. It might honestly actually be in the same parallel setup. There's a lot of these. Like that parallel has a bunch of weird phenomena on it all over the globe. I didn't dive into the Devil's Pyramid because we're talking about the Zone of Silence. Uh, I don't know how an alarm got set on my phone, but okay. That scared the fuck out of me. <laughs> Zone Sam, of silence, Eric. Yeah, Sam just had like flashbacks. She's like, oh my I'm god, like, my body screenshotted. I, <laughs> I have my phone on silent. Well, I'm glad. Uh, <laughs> I think you actually scared Lucy. So I set that she alarm. Said, oh shit! It's, it's time to eat. <laughs> I set that alarm for me to wake up to go to work this morning. Uh, I set the wrong time. Did you wake up for work this morning? I did, but that was set for p.m. and not a.m. Good job. You set it for 10.50? That's such an odd, unhinged number. Exactly. That's why I would have woke up. What? So. I don't like that. I set timers at 10-minute inter- intervals. What? Yeah, so I can't like keep hitting snooze. No. Eventually, I'll just get I give myself enough time to hit the snooze button. So, basically, mm-hmm. the way I do it is in 10-minute intervals. The first alarm you've slept through will be going off again. So, you hit snooze again. And then, by that time, your second alarm. So, it just keeps snowballing. Oh, see, I set one alarm and I snooze that bitch multiple times. Yep. Nope. I keep them going. So, it's just like a, con- it's a tumbleweed of alarms. I've allowed myself three snoozes. Before I have to get up. Mm. So. That's. Sam does the three strikes are out. Yep. Not me. It's like I want to have fear inducing anxiety. I come don't. Over me in the morning. I don't want to no. have that first thing in the morning. It's like I'm so late. Oh fuck. I'm late. I don't right. want that at all. Anyway. So. That's more scary than what we're talking about right, right? now. So. His instruments are acting odd. But. In odd acting controls weren't the only problem he was facing as he was flying over the area. His radio didn't work at all. There was something interfering with the normal operations of his aircraft. Mm. And then, so we're back in not 1930. We're moving forward. A 60-year-old, 61-year-old man named Benjamin Palacios says that, quote, the zone is my passion. He grew up in the village of Escalon, Chihuahua, which is on the edge of the zone of silence, and he even has his own UFO-themed ranch on the outskirts of the zone. Over the course of the 20th century, large meteorites landed in southern Chihuahua near the zone of silence. Two even fell on Benjamin's ranch, one in 1938 and the other in 1954. So this Benjamin is like his family ranch. So yeah. it's it, it's in his in it, it's in his possession now. If you look at the pictures of it, there's it's actually so cool. a giant fucking UFO over the archway to enter it. I know it's, cool it's so cute. So Benjamin about the meteorites said, "Quote: It woke me and I saw the firmament alight. People for miles saw the light and heard the tremendous noise, which broke windows." It attracted the attention of scientists from around the world. 
and a third meteorite landed in 1969 in the Allen Valley, just west of his ranch. The Zone of Silence wasn't given its name officially until 1966 when the National Oil Company Pemex sent an expedition to, like an expedition team, to explore the area. Augusto Harry de la Pena is the leader of this expedition, and he got frustrated by the problems he was having with his radio, and then he named it the Zone of Silence, and that just kind of, it just kind of stuck. Yeah. Curiosity began to arise after it was named the, quote, Zone of Silence. On July 11th, 1970, the zone made headlines. An Athena RTV V123D rocket. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly, but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Which RTV is re-entry test vehicle. So it's this five, I think it's like five-story rocket. Yep. It was launched from a U.S. Air Force base in Green River, Utah, as part of a scientific mission to study the upper atmosphere alongside the U.S. Army. The rocket was predicted to come down near White Sands, New Mexico, near that Air Force base. Well, that's where they wanted it to go down. Right. Um, in its final stage of carrying a capsule of radioactive cobalt-57. Or but, so they say. But it went wildly off course due to a fault in its system and crash-landed in the middle of the zone of silence at 2 a.m., about 500 miles south of the border. It was real off course. Yeah, you can say that. A man named Werner von Braun, who was a Nazi rocket scientist that actually helped the U.S. build their space program. Yeah, so we brought uh, Werner Werner von Braun over here um, with Project Paperclip after World War II. So Russia and America basically fought over a shit ton of Nazi scientists Mm -hmm. to sneak in to the country through the Nuremberg trials. Mm -hmm. But his biggest accomplishment with the Nazis was the V2 rocket, Mm -hmm. which is why he is like the father of NASA. Cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. If we wouldn't have the space tech that we have now, if it wasn't for us sneaking Nazi scientists in. Interesting. Yeah. We'll definitely have to cover Project Paperclip at some point in time. So there's like nice Nazis. I feel like no, that's no, not really no, a no, thing. no, the, no. They were very awful fucking people, but because what? that they were able to experiment on humans and do whatever the fuck they wanted with unlimited budget and develop super weapons and shit, 
the U.S. saw a greater need to sneak them in. So did Russia. They got a bunch of them too, but they saw a bigger need to bring them over here to use their knowledge to advance our everything. Oh. It, it's it's very fucking fascinating if you're super into World War II history like I am. I do like it. Not, um, not nice Nazis. There's, there's no such thing. Um, what if he all, was like a reformed one? The... I don't think that's a thing. Um, like I like to think that because he helped, not hurt. Well, sort he of. he liked rockets. He was a German guy that really liked fucking rockets. No. So the Nazis gave him a job, but so did we. Like his whole thing was, I want to build shit that goes boom. Like that was his whole thing. But I think maybe next year we might do some stuff. Involving the Nazi party. Because okay. every 12 year old's like wet dream. Things that go boom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Things that things that go kaboom. But yeah. Uh, very interesting guy. I would love to cover Project Paperclip next year. Okay. So. Or maybe just him or whatever. But anyway. Let's continue with uh, his involvement in the zone of silence. So he comes to investigate the crash on behalf of the U.S. He was met at the train station by Benjamin's father, who's actually the mayor of Escalon. Werner flew a Cessna around the area to confirm that it was indeed the site of the Athena rocket crash landing. 300 Mexican workers built a 16-kilometer rail spur across the desert to the impact crater, so an American team was able to come in and excavate the site. Werner was only in the area for 28 days. The excavation team brought everything they needed, temporary dormitories, labs, kitchens, medical facilities. They all set it up right there in the desert by the impact crater. They even built a runway to transport the findings directly to Houston. They they used the rail to haul away the debris, and they hauled about... 20 tons of radioactive soil, including plants. And, uh, and there's a conspiracy theory that there wasn't actually any radioactive shit. We were just like, they just used it as a cover yeah. to try to figure out what was going on in the zone of silence and why there was so much radio interference and stuff like that. Well, they must have not found nothing. Or did they? Mm-hmm. But today, if you find yourself in the zone of silence, you won't find evidence of the five-story, seven-ton Athena rocket, the impact crater, the rail spur, or any of the buildings. You won't find any of that. Yeah, it was gone as soon as they finished. It's like they leveled the crater. Yeah, I mean, there is no evidence of it. That that had to have been a huge crater. Oh, it was massive. A five-story, seven-ton rocket, and you just fill it in? Yeah, you just bulldoze over it. That's crazy. But what the crash did leave is a peaked interest in the area. A few years after the crash landing, the Mexican government created the Mapamai Biosphere Reserve. It's equipped with a research station that hosts scientists from around the world, many of whom are biologists who are attracted to the area's flora and fauna, one of which includes North America's largest land reptiles, the endangered Gopherous tortoise. I think that's how I say that. Yeah, that sounds right. It sounds right to me. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to argue it. No. 
For several years, stories have come in and out of the zone of encounters with, quote, strange beings. There are unusual lights in the skies and a plethora of meteor showers. There has been videos sent into Paranormal Caught on Tape about the zone of silence. Cool. Uh, at one point, people thought they were seeing a flying witch. It was a flying humanoid. Just a bunch of weird shit. It's a bunch of weird lights and stuff like that. It's a lechuza. A brujo, but yeah. So the stories typically come from people who live on remote ranches or those who've gotten lost in the desert. They've seen fireballs in the sky and sometimes flames rolling down the mountains that look like massive flaming tumbleweeds. Chihuahua's most devoted UFO investigator, Geraldo Rivera, said, quote, people often get lost in no relation. Geraldo Rivera. Geraldo Rivera. It's a G. That doesn't make the huh sound. I was saying no relation like they're not. I don't know who Geraldo Rivera is. Oh, my God. Mm. Meet with me after this podcast. Am I supposed to? I mean, he was like one of the biggest news anchors in the 90s and early 2000s, but yeah. Oh, I didn't watch the news back then. I did, which is probably why I'm so fucked up now, but. Why am I so fucked up then? uh, I don't know. You're not. Thank you. Perfect. Oh, thank you. So, Geraldo Rivera said, quote, people often get lost in the zone. When this happens, sometimes tall, blonde beings appear out of nowhere. The people who claim to have come in contact with these tall, blonde beings say that they speak perfect Spanish, only ask for water, and then disappear without a single trace. I was going to say, yeah, sometimes when I get lost in the zone, I encounter tall, blonde beings, too. Normally, it's a titty bar. Get out of my face. Sometimes Ah. the... Sometimes the people are able to ask, where are you from? But they only reply with above. They're most commonly described as a group of three people, one woman and two men, all blonde, extremely attractive, polite, dressed in clothing that was, quote, not at all suitable for a desert environment. Sounds like the tall whites. So what the fuck are those? We'll have to do an episode on it, but they're a alien race that we have a contract with. Let's put it that way. Oh, so it's like David Harris. Sure. I don't. That's know his that name, is. right? I don't know who David the, Harris is. Oh, what was his name? The guy that fucked the aliens. Oh, David Huggins. Huggins. Yeah. No. No. This is like we we protect these people. Like they live here in the desert and we protect it. Like the the U S government protects them. Interesting. And keeps like people off like the government land type of shit, but they live out in this desert. Like we'll do an episode on tall whites. It'll be, it'll be a good one. Okay. So Benjamin has even come in contact with these blonde haired extraterrestrials. He says, quote, I was 12 years old when a light appeared from above and completely encircled us. 
I was traveling with my brother in the zone. We didn't know what had happened. When we got back to the ranch, we realized we had lost two hours. End quote. That is telltale alien abduction type shit. Mm -hmm. If you haven't learned it by now in this fucking year that we've been focusing more on UFO shit, then... uh, Those that get it, get it. Yeah, exactly. So Benjamin has a goal to capitalize on the area's supernatural mysteries and turn the zone of silence into some sort of tourist mecca. You want fucking blonde alien? Come on down to the zone of silence. No. So he wants people to stay at his ranch and him offer guided tours. I'm seeing more and more equivalences to the south of the border here in South Carolina. <laughs> like, the longer this episode goes on, I'm like, there could be a tall white massage parlor around the corner, and then you have fun meteorite-themed rides and shit. He wants... So he wants to there to, uh, you know, do the guided tours. And there used to be a ton of tourist traffic to the area who he calls... Zoneros of those seeking sounds like a shitty pizza parlor yeah it does so he come play laser tag down at Zoneros and get a a large pizza 50% off yum so tourist traffic would be those seeking the aliens and the paranormal but nowadays due to the deteriorating security very few people come to the zone. But if they ever come back, Benjamin hopes to build eight small cabanas, each to be named after the planets in the solar system. Which I think is kind of cool. But there's fucking nine planets in the solar system. I don't know. That was his plan. That was him saying it. I didn't say it. Benjamin did. <clears throat> You know, people don't give Pluto enough respect. And I've, I've, I've had it. I've had it that people don't give Pluto enough fucking respect. Pluto is a planet. Don't let them, for, don't forget what they took from you, people. Mm-hmm. Don't forget. Are you done? I'm done. Okay. I'll get off my soapbox now. In October of 1975, a report was made that further cemented the zone's legacy as a place that's truly weird. Two fossil hunters, Ernesto and Josefina Diaz, ventured into the zone to collect samples and any unusual rocks that they could find. While they were working, a storm headed in their direction. Thankfully, they took action and avoided being caught up in a flash flood. But they didn't totally avoid trouble. While they tried to outrun the storm, their efforts were to have no avail. The ground around their truck quickly began to transform into a boggy swamp that ultimately left them stranded inside their truck. Two men, who were abnormally tall, approached the vehicle and they offered (coughs) to free the Diaz's. They were both in a yellow raincoat and matching hat. As quickly as they were stuck, they were freed, and their truck was again on solid ground, away from danger. 
Although the two men told them to stay inside the truck, Ernesto wanted to personally thank them for whatever it was they did to help them. But when he got out of the truck, the men were nowhere to be found. Less than a year later, in September of 1976, another report came through about the zone of silence. A little before 9 p.m., the residents of Ceballos? There's two L's, and I, that makes the yeah sound right. I believe so. I like quesadilla? Yeah. Quesadilla? What? Uh, I'm just trying to make it sound right. It Which right. is the closest town to the zone. Reported sightings of a massive rectangular shaped object hovering still above their heads. They claimed it was about 300 meters in length with alternating pulsing lights around the rim. And they could hear a deep humming coming from within the object. It made every single dog in the town howl and wouldn't stop until the object disappeared into the sky. It only lasted like a few seconds. The rectangular thing yeah so yeah the popular conclusion to the anomaly that is the zone of silence is that the local magnetic fields have somehow created a dark zone for modern technology dark zone i'll show you a dark zone (laughs) that's not even the joke i thought you were gonna make I thought you were going to say something about the pulsating lights around the rim of the rectangular thing with a dark, with a deep hum coming from within it. That's way too involved for me to make a joke about. I'm here for low hanging fruit, dude. Yeah, seriously. He really is. Like when I was scrolling through the notes, it's like dark zone. I can do something with that. Eric, who's your friend? Show you where the sun don't don't shine. Eric, who's your friend? Oh, uh, that's uh, intern Lucy. She's been eating my foot for the last five minutes. (laughs) <laughs> she says i don't like your socks i don't think they fit the vibe so this this is where i'm at now this is my life i'm just getting my foot fucking eaten you're a kitty cat chew toy we're both toys we just live in the yeah, house don't don't mm-hmm. let it yeah we we pay the mortgage here and they just live rent free and chew on feet and destroy shit clearly but yeah, uh, what do you guys think about the zone of silence? Do you I think there's any credence to it? Do you think it's? I feel like it would have a lot of merit. A tourist trap. Uh, no, I feel like I it would have a lot a of merit, trap. considering of where it's located at. I feel like that. What it's kind of like that game of telephone. Like once one one thing gets brought up, it just get it gets bigger and bigger and bigger, and the story gets more distorted. That is the only thing I would say that I don't think is right yeah i have a feeling like some weird shit went down there but at this point they're trying to turn it into a fucking like tourist trap for people of strange shit yeah they're like come out here you'll see some tall blonde aliens that speak spanish it's crazy and only ask for water yeah it reminds me of that scene from men in black with uh the cockroach that takes over Mm. get out of my head that's what i was thinking too it's like sugar and water. Are they ant? They're roach people. They could they could probably be ants. Mm. Giant ant people wearing human skin suits. Yes. Ew. 
That's crazy shit, right? I don't like that. Yeah, it's I don't like the image that just scary. put in my head. Seems that it's icky. <laughs> it's icky. It gives me the ick. I mean, it happens. It happens to the best of us. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to live with having the ick. No. But, uh, yeah, what do you guys think of the Zone of Silence? I know this has been more of a fun, lighthearted episode because, god damn it. It's a holiday. You know what's coming around the corner. Summer of Slaughter. Summer of Slaughter. And it's it's going to be a rough one. Uh, I can already tell you. It's Why are gonna you be- saying certainly i feel like i'm gonna have a great time i mean i'm gonna have a blast there's gonna be tiny umbrellas in drinks full of human body parts and sam's gonna say something and both of our draws are gonna drop and it's gonna be a great time mm-hmm. oh, my draws are gonna drop later let me tell you that you know what you need to shut up you, all right well on that note to reprimand over there on that note baby drop the socials we love you guys so much and thank you for our listeners for leaving us reviews. So thank you so much. We appreciate you guys so much. If you love us, like us, secretly don't like us, but still listen to us. It's okay. You can sit at our table. Um, we appreciate you guys downloading, sharing the show. Make sure you guys are loving us on Facebook, Instagram, downloading the show is the biggest way that you can help us and sharing it. So if you like us, Share us with your friends. I'm sure they'll like us too. Sharing is caring. And before you guys go, if you're still listening, uh, if you have a Ouija board story, submit it before May 20th. May 20th is when we are recording our listener stories. So if you have a Ouija board story or a friend of yours has a Ouija board story, submit it to creepsinthecrypt at gmail.com. Gmail.com, creeps in the crypt. Uh, And we'll see you guys next Friday. Stay creepy. Stay stay spooky. Yep, stay spooky. And leave us reviews. Thank you. Bye. Bye.